Today's reading from scripture is from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. We begin the Lenten journey by hearing the story of of Jesus being led into the wilderness by the Spirit. In the observance of Lent, we step with Jesus into this dusty terrain. So hear these words of another place, another people, another time, and may they be filled with a fresh infusion of the Spirit for us in this time, in this place. Then the Spirit led Jesus up into the wilderness so that the devil might tempt him. After Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he was starving. The tempter came to him and said, since you are God's son, command these stones to become bread. And Jesus replied, it's written, people won't live only by bread, but by every word spoken by God. After that, the devil brought him into the holy city and stood him on the highest point of the temple and said to him, Since you are God's son, throw yourself down, for it is written, I will command my angels concerning you, and they will take you up in their hands so that you won't hit your foot on a stone. Jesus replied, again it is written, don't test the Lord your God. And then the devil brought him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said, I'll give you all of these if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus responded, go away, Satan, because it's written, you will worship the Lord your God and serve only him. The devil left him and angels came and took care of him. Here ends the reading. Let us pray. Oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts together Lead us into a deeper experience of your story and your grace at work in our lives. Amen. So I've shied away from something in my preaching in the past seven or so months that I've been here in this pulpit. I've wanted to make sure that I have your trust as a community before I breached this topic. Well, today I want to change that because the thing that I haven't talked about is musical theater. (laughs) I have always loved musicals. In fact, I love them so much that I studied theater in college. And one of my favorite musicals, and in fact, there are many favorite musicals, so you might hear me say that again sometime, but one of my favorites is the masterpiece, Stephen Sondheim's Into the Woods. Yeah, yeah, you like that one too. So this show places characters from many different fairy tales into one interconnected story. It's Cinderella and Rapunzel and and Jack and his beanstalk and Little Red Riding Hood and a wolf and multiple Prince Charmings and a baker and his wife and a giant and a witch. But don't get it wrong, this is no children's theater piece. As the musical opens, we meet all of these characters and we we hear their wishes for a better life. Cinderella, well, of course, she wants to go to the ball. And Jack's mother wants him to sell their cow so so they have some money to live. Little Red Riding Hood wants to go to her granny's house in the woods. And the baker and his wife learn that a generational curse placed on his his family by the witch can only be broken 
by retrieving some special items for the witch. So to fulfill their wishes, all of them are led into the woods, a place of adventure, a place where ethics are, at best, ambiguous. After a few twists and turns, at the end of Act One, all the wishes have been fulfilled, but everything unravels in the second act. As a giant descends from the beanstalk, and the characters have to go back to the wood to make choices about how to survive, comedy turns into tragedy as they have to say goodbye to some of the characters. The first act was about magic beans and a royal ball, and this act is about death and, and blaming and even moral ambiguity. There's a resolution at the end of the story, but it's not exactly the happily ever after that any of them had dreamed at the beginning. Just as the final song is wrapping up, Cinderella belts out again, I wish, and that's the end, leaving us to imagine that this group will again face discontent and challenges in their lives that will lead them back into the woods yet again. During Lent, the 40 days leading up to the celebration of Easter, we will be exploring the many facets of the wilderness. Just as into the woods, just as in into the woods, the, the wilderness places of our lives are both places of great challenge and times when we find ourselves and we find our calling in new ways, we are shaped by the wilderness places of our lives. We will be speaking in both metaphorical and literal terms about this. We are situated in such an amazingly perfect location to think about our relationship to the wilderness. There's wild space all around us, right here where the mountains meet the Pacific Ocean, where farms and orchards meet the wild chaparral biome. At the place the Ventura River watershed and the Santa Clara watershed connect to the ocean, we should recognize our special connection to wild places. This is the reason that we will be having a series of, of wilderness wandering hikes throughout this season, so we can get out there and really connect with the wild places all around us. Not only is it good for us to form community, but it's actually good for our bodies to be outside. I've heard of doctors writing prescriptions for patients to go outside. In today's scripture, Jesus is moved from, from his baptism and led to the, by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness where he fasts and prays. And there in the wilderness, his identity is assaulted by the devil. I think it's worth taking a moment to note that the word from, from Greek that's translated as devil here is diabolos. It doesn't really mean a, a little red man with a forked tongue and horns and a pointy tail. It means the slanderer or accuser. It's the one who makes Jesus question his identity and his mission. It's the one who, who comes to lie to him about who he is and what he's doing. When in the wilderness, Jesus is tempted, not with new philosophies or technologies, he's tempted with what he knows. He's tempted with cherry-picked scripture taken out of context and used to support the devil's position. Apparently, that's not a new invention. <laughs> you can almost hear the devil saying, but it says right here, don't you believe in scripture? The devil knows it, but Jesus 
Jesus has internalized it. In the desert, Jesus has to learn to be the beloved of God in a hostile terrain, under stressful circumstances. Sometimes we go into the wilderness of our own choosing, but sometimes we are driven there by the circumstances of our lives. Maybe it is only in the wilderness that we too learn what it means to be God's beloved children. Debbie Thomas writes, the unnerving fact is we can be beloved and uncomfortable at the same time. We can be beloved and unsafe at the same time. In the wilderness, the love that survives is flinty, not soft, salvific, not sentimental. Learning to trust it takes time. So as we hear this story, it might draw to mind the story of the Israelites wandering in the desert for 40 years. I think that's exactly what Matthew wants. The, the wandering in the desert may have been a hardship for the Israelites, but it was also the time in which they were formed as a people. It was a time of radical dependence on God for daily bread through manna from heaven and for guidance through a cloud by day and a pillar of flame by night. Perhaps you can think of a wilderness time in your life. Perhaps you remember the hardships. Maybe you also treasure some of your learnings from that wilderness time. Maybe you're in one of those wilderness places now and you feel its disorientation and hardship. God travels with us through the wilderness places. Maybe it feels overwhelming and it's hard to believe that God's with us in it. In those times, let us lean on our community and put one foot in front of the other, one day at a time. In the finale of Into the Woods, the characters sing of what seems to be the moral of the story. They say, into the woods you have to grope, but that's the way you learn to cope. Into the woods to find there's hope of getting through the journey. Into the woods, each time you go, there's more to learn of what you know. Into the woods, but not too slow. Into the woods, it's nearing midnight. Into the woods, to mind the wolf, to heed the witch, to honor the giant. Into the woods, and out of the woods, and happily ever after. I wish. <laughs> Life is filled with the perilous and wonderful periods in the wilderness. So let us as a community travel together, supporting one another and cherishing those moments, knowing that we are the beloved of God even in those wilderness times. May it be so. Amen.